0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with
1: Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark and it's Friend Friday on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. So today I'm bringing back one of our most popular guests. She has a lot of downloads, Kelly Sullivan Walden. She is America's dream expert and Kelly and I have actually made two books together. Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and Premonitions, and more recently, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and the Unexplainable. So today, we're going to talk about how you can use your dreams to figure out what's next for you in your life, because sometimes your dreams tell you things about yourself and your desires, and these are things that you're too busy to pay attention to during the awake part of your day. Kelly, welcome back to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Thank you so much, Amy.
0: It's always such a treat to get to join you on this wonderful podcast.
1: I think this might be your fifth time. I'm not sure. You've been on so many times. You're like one of those repeat SNL guests.
0: (laughs) I'm going for 500. Okay, good. (laughs) I like it.
1: So let me tell you a little bit about Kelly before we get into today's topic. Besides the books she has made with Chicken Soup for the Soul, She is also the author of several other best-selling books about dreams, and she's also the dear Abby of dreams because she has (laughs) a column in every edition of First for Women magazine where she answers questions from people all over the world about how you can use the power of your dreams. She is a nationally recognized expert on dreams, and she has appeared multiple times on big national shows like The Dr. Oz Show, The Real, Coast to Coast, Hallmark's Home and Family. So we are quite honored to have her with us today. And Kelly, let's start with you explaining to us why our dreams tell us stuff about ourselves that we don't seem to know while we're awake. Well, this is one of the things that you and I
0: really, really initially connected on about the fact that we already all have all the information that we need. It's just other than conscious our subconscious mind has the information that might be inconvenient for our conscious mind to pay attention to it might be different or a little bizarre a little bit um it might rock the boat so it's a little bit challenging in our waking state to pay attention to that voice that's always speaking to us but when we're sleeping and dreaming we're more of a captive audience and we receive that wisdom a little bit more liberally. And if we're wise and we remember the dreams upon awakening, then we have the opportunity to introduce that body of evidence into, (laughs) into the case that we're trying to solve, so to speak. And then we can kind of become wiser because we're bridging the gap between our conscious and subconscious mind. And it's all the wisdom that we already know. It's just sometimes when we dream We get the insight that would otherwise be in our blind spot.
1: So it's the beginning of the year. It's a time when we're all pretty introspective. And I know that a lot of people write about how they actually received career guidance from their dreams. And I think this is an important topic because we all spend more time at our jobs during our awake hours than we spend doing anything else. So let's talk about some examples of people getting real usable career guidance from their dreams.
0: Yeah, let's talk about this. One of, one of the dreams I think that really brings this home is Judy Dykstra Brown's dream. In her dream, she is in a bar and a woman approaches her with a drink. How lovely. The woman gets close to her and she fills the drink in her face, throws it in her face, hits her on the head with the glass and yells at her, just wake up. And Judy wakes up in her, she wakes up from her dream and she's drenched and she's got a sore head from having hit her own head with the glass and hearing her own voice yelling, just wake up. And she's so stunned by this dream that she can't help but ask the question, what am I supposed to wake up to? Because, really, she thinks things are okay, even though she's got challenges with the house that she's been building, a lot big challenges actually, building her dream house. But she does something that is really wise that I suggest that everybody do when you wake up from a remembered dream. She grabs her journal and a pen and she begins to write. With the question in mind at first, what is this dream trying to tell me? What am I supposed to wake up to? And immediately, as she's writing, she, Realizes that she is a creative writing teacher and she's been working with students for the last 10 years and she's been helping them become more creative and get their stories out. But she herself has written nothing, none of her own creative writing. She's been, as Julia Cameron from The Artist Way would say, a shadow artist. But as she started to write in her journal that day, a story began to pour out that was a a a fictional story based on her real life. And she began to write and write and write and the dam broke. We could say that she woke up in that writing session and she then began to continue her writing. And she has since, she has since written all kinds of poetry and stories, children's stories and anthologies. And she's been so prolific. This dream literally changed the life on a dime from just from teaching which is fabulous and fine there's nothing wrong with being teachers we love teachers my mom and grandmother were teachers but if you have a calling to be a writer then you might need a wake up call like Judy got and it literally changed her life for the better and we're so happy that she shared her dream with us
1: yeah i love the fact that in the dream this woman threw water on her face but in in <laughs> real life she actually picked up her water glass from her night table Threw it on herself and hit herself on the head with the glass. It was amazing. So now there's another great story that we had in Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and Premonitions. It's called Take the Leap. And this was an Mm. amazing story by Kim Childs, again, getting the courage from her dream to do what she actually needed to do in her real life.
0: I think about this story all the time. This is one of the stories I think I share about most often. So Kim Child, she's got a successful career as a news anchor for a radio show, and she's and she likes it. It's a good enough job, but she's been taking yoga training classes, and she's kind of having this moment of should I dive into my yoga practice and sh- and more of the spiritual aspect of myself, even though. That's an uncertain career choice, and what I'm doing right now is more stable, but she knows that she's been taking these classes long enough, and it's time that she make a choice, but she's terrified. She's kind of paralyzed, and she has a group that she meets with, that, that and they kind of support each other and moving towards living the dream, so to speak. So while she's in the midst of this conversation with her group and herself, she has a dream, that she's in the Grand Canyon and she's climbing these large peaks and she gets to a precipice where in or she can't back down, she's come too far up. It would be too dangerous to drive to, to go back. And and yet she can't she can't possibly imagine how she will get to the next peak if she jumped. But she splits in half, like as if in a, a cartoon. And the and half of her jumps and Falls to the ground, splat. People are around, they watch in horror and it's the worst thing. But then all of a sudden she picks herself up from the ground, dusts herself off and walks away and she's fine and she tells herself, oh my goodness, even if the worst thing happens and I fall and I'm publicly humiliated, meaning I fail and people see this, I'm going to be fine. It's not going to kill me. So the other half of her that's still up on the ledge looking down decides to also leap. And I get chills as I say this. As she takes this leap, it's as if an Aladdin magic carpet comes out from beneath her, picks her up and carries her all the way. And she gently lands on the next peak. And she wakes up from this dream with the very, very clear guidance that even if she fails slash falls, she's going to be okay. She can't lose. So she does go on to pursue a career in the healing arts and as a writer and as a coach. And she now has a thriving practice and she's got a life that is truly one that she feels so happy about and she wouldn't have it any other way, even though she did have to do some couch surfing, which was a little humiliating for her ego, but it was, but she was okay. She made it through and she's got a life that she's truly proud of. And that guidance came directly from her dream. That was an awesome story.
1: This is the time of year when people are thinking about improving their health. And I love the story by Tamara Goodsell because her dream Mm. guided her to change her behavior and do a very classic (laughs) January thing, which was, (laughs) I'll let you tell the story.
0: Oh yeah. This one is so intense. Okay. So she has her, her beloved mother had passed away and she knew that when her mother would say the words, I know, that was, that was a, when sure her mother would say, I know that was a sign that her mother was connecting with her from the other side. That was their, their trigger, the, the the awareness that her mother was there for her. So she has a dream that she is trying to quit smoking. And just like in real life, she has tried to quit so many times and she would quit successfully for a day or two or even a few months at one point, but she would always come back to smoking. And in her dream, she said it was as if she lived, it was as if it was an entire year of her life where she began to get a cough, a smoker's cough, and she went to the doctors and they gave her a treatment. And and then she kept getting back and, and it kept progressing. And basically in her dream, she, it was, she calls it a marathon, a marathon of mayhem, like Ebenezer Scrooge's Christmas Eve saga. She, she gets the diagnosis that she has lung cancer in her dream. She sits in her car, she breaks down. She then has to face her family and tell her, tell her, tell her family about the fact that she's not going to be with them. And she has to deal with that difficulty. And then in her dream, she deals with the biopsies and surgeries and chemo and radiation and all the agonizing pain of, of her body falling apart, her hair falling out. And finally, in the end, she has to say goodbye to her family. And she struggles for breath and she finally dies in her dream. She wakes up from this dream sobbing, uncontrollably and realizing that she's still alive she goes to reach for a cigarette because that's that's her morning routine and she reaches for a cigarette and the moment she does she sees the cigarettes and she hurls them into the trash she hurls them into the trash because she knows this this could come true and she doesn't want it to A dozen years go by and she's a non-smoker and she has another, she has another dream and her mother's in the dream. And this time she's talking to her mother and she tells her about how she quit smoking. And because of this dream that her mother must have sent her and her mother concludes the dream by saying, I know. And Mara Goodsell knows that it was her mother that basically saved her life and helped her to quit smoking by giving her this horrible dream, breakdown, breakthrough, but the best thing ever. And this is one of the reasons why I always say um, our nightmares are really all, they're a blessing in disguise if we see them through. So mm, I love this dream.
1: So speaking about nightmares, the last story I want to discuss is the one by Mariah Reyes because Mm. she had a dream that caused her to change her behavior also. And it was quite a nightmare. So let's talk about that story. Yes. And again, this is another Ebenezer
0: Scrooge kind of a dream. (laughs) We're seeing a theme here. So she talks about at the beginning of her story, the fact that she was bullied and she didn't have anyone to talk to. And so she's kept it all inside. And as is the case, often if somebody is bullied, they if they don't work it out, they often become a bully themselves. So she becomes a really big bully. And she says that she's the kind of person that can make people cry. And she gets kind of a, a power trip off of being a bully. And this is in junior high school. In junior high school, you know, for some, they might think, oh, that's so young, that's not a big deal. But no, junior high school girls can be... Brutal, I know from personal experience. Anyway, it's her eighth grade year, and she ha- has a dream that she's walking through the campus, and just like Ebenezer Scrooge, she's able to see things differently. She's listening to the inner voice of all of the people that she has harassed. In fact, one person she hears say, that they are suicidal. And every time Mariah is mean to them, they have one more reason to take themselves out. And somebody also says, Mariah Diamond is Mariah, Mariah Diamond, Mariah Reyes. I I call her Diamond, by the way. (laughs) That's my nickname for her because she's a diamond in the rough. But they say that she's the meanest person in the world. And Mariah is stunned by this because she can't believe that she's been this horrible but she goes around in her dream, sobbing and, and apologizing to everybody, saying, I'm so sorry, I can't believe this. She wakes up from this dream and she feels inspired, even though she's in tears and she can't believe how horrible she feels. She makes a resolution that she is going to clean up her act and she is going to apologize in real life. To the people in her dream that she's been so horrible to. So she does it. She goes around and she apologizes. And just about everybody accepts her apology. And she changes. She changes her way. She's no longer a bully anymore. She's got this new compassion. And she then joins a club in school that's all about humanitarian effort and helping people that have been disenfranchised, helping to empower them. And at this point, cut to present time, she is a true advocate for the underprivileged and for those that don't have a voice. She's using the voice that used to be the bully voice to be a voice, to be a best friend for for everybody in her life, especially those who need support. So her dream was truly one that changed her life on a dime.
1: That's what I love about these dreams. And that's what I've learned from working with you on the two Chicken Soup for the Soul books about dreams, how powerful they are and how they really can create amazing positive change in our lives. So, I think that one of our New Year's resolutions should be to pay attention to our dreams, to jot down a few keywords when we wake up so that we can capture that dream before it flits away, which they tend to do. So, Kelly thank you so much for joining us today on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. It's such a pleasure. It's such a blessing. I feel like I'm living my dream life, getting to be
0: connected with you and getting to make these books with you. And it inspires me to want to do what Judy Dykstra Brown said, wake up. And We all can do that. And this is a really good time at the beginning of the year. So thank you for having me on your show.
1: Well, thanks. And you guys can learn more about Kelly at kellysullivanwalden.com. And you can also find her on Facebook at Kelly Sullivan Walden, Dr. Dream with doctor spelled out. Or you can look her up on Twitter or Instagram at Kelly S. Walden. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today with me and Kelly Sullivan Walden. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and you can learn more about Kelly's books with us, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and the Unexplainable, and our 2015 book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and Premonitions. I keep returning to these books because I love the stories in them so much. So today we talked about figuring out what's next in your life. There's one thing that we all need to clear out before we can move forward to whatever that next thing is. And that thing that we have to clear out is resentment and anger. So come back Monday for a couple of stories about forgiveness and how you can use the power of forgiveness to shed pain and to move forward in your own life.